you know, before Jesus went out uh, and, and took the message of repentance uh, on account of the kingdom of heaven, you know, he, he, he read in the synagogue um, from Isaiah 61, uh, verses 1 to 4. Um, it's a scripture that we're familiar with, but I'll, I'll read it again. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed and commissioned me to bring good news to the humble and afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the wounds of the brokenhearted, to proclaim release from confinement and condemnation to the physical and spiritual captives and freedom to the prisoners. Verse 2 says, to proclaim the favourable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance and retribution of our God, to comfort all who mourn. And the verse 3 says, to grant to those who mourn in Zion, following, to, following the following, to give them a turban instead of dust on their heads, which is a sign of mourning, to give the oil of joy instead of mourning, the garment of expressive praise instead of a disheartened spirit. So they will be called the trees of righteousness, strong and magnificent, distinguished for integrity, justice, and right standing with God, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. And then verse 4 says, Then they will rebuild the ancient ruins. They will raise up and restore the former desolations, and they will renew the ruined cities, the desolations uh, and deserted settlements of many generations. And that was the amplified version. So verses 1 and 2 speak of what Christ will do on his arrival. And when, he, when he's about to start uh, his ministry, having you know, been baptized, having gone into the wilderness, He's about to start his ministry and he, he reads these verses out uh, in the synagogue. Um, and he speaks of what he will do in verses 1 and 2. Verse 3 begins to talk about what we become as a result of what he will do. You know, we become trees of righteousness, uh, uh, oaks of righteousness, some translations say. You know, there's a maturity and a strength and, an and a, a maturity uh, and an enduring quality about what we become after he has done what he, he will do in our lives in, in, uh, in verses 1 and 2. And then verse 4 talks about what we will do as a result of what we have become. So uh, after drawing the attention of Israel to these verses, he then uh, goes out and says that you know, the, 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 the kingdom you know, of heaven uh, has, has drawn near. So if things were made for him, and by him, then the rescue of man from sin really cannot be uh, an end in itself, unless we believe that, um, you know, God made man so that when man fell, he would devote time, focus, and energy to bringing man to a place of restoration. Unless that's what we, we, we believe, then clearly uh, that, that process of redemption um, should not be uh, where we stop. It should not be, you know, being rescued from, from the situations of life, being helped by uh, uh, the truth that we come into um, is, is, is what belongs to us as we come into a saving knowledge of the law, but it's not where it stops. You know, there's a common expression that says people, people make posts and they say, well, I'm just living my best life. And, and normally that's like when they're on a fantastic holiday, maybe where they've bought a new outfit or a new car or they're, you know, they're, they're having a meal in a great restaurant or they're doing something that really is very, um, you know, pleasing to, to, to the here and now, to them in the here and now. 
can we imagine in the days of the early church, if we were talking, if we were going to talk about living your best life, how would it look? You know, many of us believers, we look and speak of the Apostle Paul and we're so in awe of uh, his walk on the earth. You know, it's like there's Jesus and there's like Paul, wow. But living his best life doesn't really look like the things that we, um, we may refer to now in this day and age. What if all of these things that we are constantly praying about and constantly seeking God for and interrogating the word over are simply the perks of office? Now imagine, you know, you get a new job and they say, okay, we'll give you a car and we'll give you uh, housing and we'll give you, um, you know, uh, holiday allowance, or, you name it. There are many things that, that could be listed as, as perks or benefits of, of a job. Maybe they'll even give you shares. They don't hire you because they want to give you shares or because they want to give you a car or they want to give you a house. They hire you, the, relate, the basis of the relationship is a job that needs to be done. And, and you know, uh, there's an output that's expected. Those things are just ancillary benefits of the fact that, you know, you've agreed to come into relationship with one another. In the same way, uh, Jesus came to, to redeem us from sin. And as a result of that, we, we, we press into to, to things in the kingdom. Uh, you know, um, he provides for us, you know, health and, 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 and well-being. But those things are not the reason why we were saved. They're ancillary benefits of being saved. The reason why we are redeemed is so that we can uh, uh, face the mission so we can do the job, so that we can focus on, uh, you know, the, the very thing that he wants, for want of a better expression, foot soldiers for, so that, so that we can be uh, uh, the wheat that he sows into the field. In Revelations 2, 26 and 27, uh, in the Amplified reads, And he who overcomes the world through believing that Jesus is the Son of God, and he who keeps my deeds, doing things that please me until the very end, to him I will give authority and power over the nations. And he shall shepherd and rule them with a rod of iron, as earthen pots are broken in pieces as I also have received authority and power to rule them from my father. So the nations of the earth are clearly an important part of the king's domain. Um, you know, the time that we're in where the, the nations of the earth seem to be in a great deal of turmoil uh, and, and, and the discussions are, are ripe within the church and are arising within the church about um, you know, how we operate in this context and, and what it is that, uh, that we should be doing. To some extent, you know, that there, are, there are those who take the view that 
our mission is to simply uh, seek to reach those who do not know Christ. And if, if everybody uh, uh, or if a large number of people come into a saving knowledge of Christ, then um, the, the, the nation uh, will be better for it. Uh, but then, you know, there are other uh, schools of thought, there are other discussions about, you know, the systems of the nation and what it means to, 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 to operate as salt and light in the context of, of a nation. But, you know, the nations are clearly central to, uh, to what is on Christ's heart as king. The, you know, the scripture in Revelations talks about um, um, him being uh, ruler of the nations, that his father giving, the father giving authority and power uh, uh, to rule over the nations to Christ. And, you know, him sharing that authority with those who, who keep, <clears throat> keep my deeds, doing things that please me until the very end. So the, the nations of the earth are clearly an important part of the king's domain. You know, Isaiah talks about uh, the nations streaming into to Mount Zion and receiving instruction. Uh, Revelations is talking about, you know, the, the, the authority that, um, that is given to Christ to rule over the nations and that being shared with us. Matthew 25, 31 to 34, again, a familiar portion of scripture talking about, you know, the, it's, you know after the, the parable of the talents. Um, and, you know, verse 31 says, when the Son of Man appears in his majestic glory, all his angels by his side, he will take his seat on his throne of splendor and all the nations will be gathered together before him. Uh, and like a shepherd who separates sheep from goats, he will separate the people. So he will separate the nations and he will, he will turn to those on, on his right, which are the, the sheep nations. Uh, and, and he will tell them that they have a special place in their father's heart. Come and experience the full inheritance of the kingdom realm that has been destined for you from the foundation of the world. So the, so the, 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 the way that nations are, are stewarded and, and, and the way that they have operated and the way that they have uh, organized themselves uh, in, in the time before his return uh, are important and critical to determine you know, what happens eternally. You know, those that have, have aligned with him, the nations that have aligned with him, he says, come and experience the full inheritance of the kingdom realm that has been destined for you before the foundation of the world. And we know that before he left, which is again an often quoted scripture, in Matthew 28, 19 and 20, he talks about, uh, he's speaking to his disciples and he gives them an instruction to go out and to disciple all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So he says, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them, the nations, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything that I've commanded you. And remember, I am with you always uh, to the end of the age. So. Um, the, the mandate of man was to rule on the earth. The, the, the nations um, are, are, an, are important to the Lord. And, you know, he, he, he speaks about them in the context of his kingdom that he, he's coming to rule over. 
uh, at the end of the age, he, he talks about uh, uh, those that are his ruling and reigning with him. You know, <clears throat> whilst we might have limited experience of, of the potency of, of kings, um, you know, if we, if we, as we look through scripture, if we look at from the beginning, you know, there are examples in scripture that, that we can relate to, of, examples in scripture of kings that we can relate to, our, to, to, to the God of heaven. Matthew 11, 11 and 12 in the Passion says, For I tell you the truth, throughout history, there has never been a man who surpasses John the baptizer. Yet the least of those who now experience heaven's kingdom will become even greater than he. From the moment John stepped onto the scene until now, the realm of heaven's kingdom is bursting forth. The realm of heaven's kingdom is bursting forth and passionate people have taken hold of its power. So there's a, there's, a, there's a now expression of the kingdom as we, as we come into a saving knowledge, as we're growing in who we are in him, as we, as we lay hold of, of the truths that are being revealed to us by the spirit. There's an expression of the kingdom that is now. You know, there's, a, there's, a, there's, there's an ultimate uh, unveiling, you know, when Christ returns and, and, and all opposition uh, uh, is, is ruled with an iron scepter. Uh, but there is, there is an expression of the kingdom that we are able to lay hold of now uh, and, and, and manifest in this time and in this season. Um, you know, we can liken it to, uh, you know, if, if we look at natural things, you know, if there is a, a, a political struggle um, and there's, there's, there is an incumbent power and there, there, there are those that are in opposition that are seeking to come to a place of, of government, it's normally a movement. You know, it's a movement, there may be an arrowhead or, or, or people at the forefront. If we take a good example would be South Africa and the apartheid movement uh, and, and, and fighting against apartheid. You know, eventually there was a prevailing and, and the, the likes of a Mandela became president. But those that ruled with him in that new dispensation were not people that were hiding in caves uh, during the course of the struggle. There were those who were on the, on the battlefield with him, those that, that, that had that resonance with his cause, uh, with the cause that he stood for and fought with him and, and sacrificed uh, with him. And some, in some cases, it was the children of those that sacrificed with him that came and ruled with him. And in the same way, you know, Matthew 11 verse 12 is saying, from the moment John stepped onto the scene until now, so John the Baptist, the, the forerunner of Christ, from the moment he stepped onto the scene until now, the realm of heaven's kingdom is bursting forth and passionate people have taken hold of its power. Now, the reality is that there was a prevailing kingdom on the earth, which was the Roman Empire at that time. Uh, but notwithstanding the, the, the weight of, 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 of that kingdom, there was a, a, an expression in the, in the now, in the time 2000 plus years ago when Christ was speaking, uh, that, that scripture refers to as the, heaven, the kingdom of heaven bursting forth and, and, and passionate people seizing hold of it. Other scriptures say suffers violence and, and, and violent people take it by force. 
So the, so the, the, the expression of the kingdom, the bursting forth of the kingdom, the, the, the demonstration of the kingdom will not happen uh, uh, in the here and now in the midst of uh, opposition uh, without there being commitment and there being passion. Uh, but, you know, the Lord has, has told us uh, that that opposition will not prevail over uh, that which he is, is unfolding. There's a, there's a full manifestation and there's, there, is a, there, is a, there's a green shoots and a growing up of, of his kingdom in, in the here and now uh, that he's calling us to, uh, to, 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 to be a part of and to embrace. And, you know, to rule and to reign with him eternally. We will not all enjoy the same rank, just as in the natural. Those that have signed up to the struggle, uh, uh, to unseat uh, uh, or to displace or to, to, to find expression for, for uh, a government other than the government of the day. Uh, those are the people in the event of, of uh, success that will, uh, will, 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 will occupy the highest offices. So for us as believers, we will make heaven, so to speak, if we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, if we uh, you know, do our best to, 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 um, to maintain uh, uh, that profession of, of, of faith in, in, in the... In the it, basically, if we, if we acknowledge his sacrifice of his blood uh, to make us a clean and, 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 and cause us to stand before the Lord, we will make heaven. But the, des the, the end game is actually to rule and to reign with him. And, you know, the Apostle Paul talks about us straining forward and, and, and pressing forward towards the mark of our high calling and reaching for that which he uh, has laid hold of us for. Running as one running for a prize, you know, in the context of, of resistance, you know, running with a sense of urgency, sacrificing uh, in, in the here and now to... to, to, to to fight for and to stand for uh, the cause of, of Christ and the, and, and the cause of his kingdom when it's not convenient to do so, when it's not even popular to do so, uh, when, when, when there's mock and ridicule, when, when the fullness of, of the reward uh, is, is not even that which we are able to fully perceive. You know, scripture tells us that uh, eye has not seen, ear has not heard, that which is, is laid up for those of us that are, you know, that stay the course and are committed to his cause. So this cause of the kingdom is actually, the intention is for it to be the engine of our lives, for it to be the thing that fuels our passion. You know, passionate people have taken hold of it, uh, a hold of its power. So in terms of calibrating the purpose of our, of our salvation and the purpose of our, our walk with him, Understanding that there is a, an expression of the kingdom that must be fought for and that must be growing in manifestation, uh, even on this side of eternity.
So we see that in the, in the, in the, in the beginning of, of the Lord's process of, 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 of uh, redemption for man, he starts with a nation. He calls Abraham, he births a nation through him, and he says to them, as we read in Exodus 19, 4 to 6, uh, in verse 5, he says, You are my own special possession and treasure from among all the peoples of the world. For all the earth is mine, and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation set apart for my purpose. And in the New Testament, uh, he says that we are God's chosen treasure, priests who are kings, a spiritual nation set apart as God's devoted ones. And he says that, you know, we were called out of darkness to experience his marvelous light. And he did this so that you would broadcast his glorious wonders throughout the world. So the whole purpose of him calling us out, the whole point of us being uh, a priest to a kings and being a spiritual nation unto him um, is, is so that, uh, uh, you know, from that place, we will broadcast his glorious wonders throughout the world. So if the redemption of, of man was to occur through a nation and is to occur through a nation and the Lord is clear that nations matter to him, then, you know, just as Israel, natural Israel, found themselves often, uh, you know, out of, out of sorts with, with, with God's purposes and his agenda. They found themselves, um, you know, distracted from his purposes. They, they found themselves straying from his, his commands and, and finding themselves, and they found themselves at the mercy of, of, you know, those that were deemed to be their enemies. Could it be that we also, the spiritual nation of God, have found ourselves uh, drifting away from his priorities and his purposes and as a result, we find ourselves uh, unable to, to uh, fulfill the calling that he has given to us. You know, if we look at, across the nations of the earth, the, the, the church is, is, whilst we are, we are large in number, there's a, there's a sense of, 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 of timidity in many instances. There's, there's a, a sense of... Of, of persecution, you know, the church finds herself negotiating, appeasing, um, seeking to uh, survive and, and stay the hand of, of persecutors and oppressors um, that, that have declared that, that if, we, if we speak up uh, in, in favor of our God, um, that there will be consequences. You know, even nations of the earth that we would say at a time that they're, they're, they're government and their constitutions were founded on the principles of the kingdom. We find ourselves looking at those same nations today, nations that have sent uh, the gospel across the globe. We find ourselves today watching in horror as many of these nations uh, uh, openly defy God and openly defy his law and his principles and, and the values uh, you know, of the kingdom.
let us ask ourselves whether the gospel that we received and the gospel that we are living by has uh, told us that we are to forsake our, our, our individualism uh, in, in favour of community and in favour of uh, a nation. Because it, the Lord refers to us as a nation. He refers to us as a royal priesthood and a holy nation. And yet, you know, it was that gospel that, 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 that the believers, uh, you know, the early believers heard that, that motivated them to make the kinds of uh, uh, adjustments to their lives that, that are described in these verses. It's virtually impossible for us without seeing something, without perceiving something, without laying hold of or desiring to lay hold of something to be able to say that we will, we will uh, you know, that our hearts will be mutually linked, that we'll be meeting every day for communion and for meals in one another's homes and we'll be selling our possessions uh, to, to, be, to be able to, to make sure that, 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 that there was no lack among us. You know, we want the, the, the miraculous signs and wonders and we want, uh, you know, we want that sense of awe to be, to be around uh, that which we call the church. But I'm not sure whether the message that they heard is the message that we are focused on. You know, let's not forget that, that Israel uh, understood what it meant to live in a kingdom. And they understood uh, what it meant to live uh, under uh, military occupation, which they were doing at that time. And even though um, it, it had become clear that it wasn't necessarily about the restoration of the kingdom to Israel today, there was, there was a desire that they had to be a spiritual nation, to have the unity and the oneness uh, in, in Christ that prompted them to operate the way that they operated. Um, we are ready to forsake our individual agendas or our individual visions that we have for our lives. You know, we're seeking often individual advancement and individual strength, or at best maybe for our, for our families or our household. But could that be the reason why there are so few ambassadors to send? Because so few of us recognize that we are a royal priesthood and a holy nation. So few of us recognize the importance of being uh, part of, citizens of a holy, a holy nation and a royal priesthood. Could that be why... Um, there's, there's, there's a level of impotence that we see in the church at this time where we're unable to, uh, to, to, to disciple even communities, never mind disciple nations, which the Lord has called us to. In Acts chapter 4, we see Ananias and Sapphira um, basically attempting to partake of that nation and the benefits of that emerging young nation without uh, uh, giving themselves to it wholly. 
you know, they, they, there wasn't a, an openness about, you know, where they were at. You know, they, 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 they opted instead to, to access something uh, without the, the heart and the spirit of that thing being present in their lives. And it was willful because they, they lied about it. You know, they, they sold their property voluntarily um, and then they, uh, you know, they brought the, 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 some of the proceeds and presented them to the apostles as the entire proceed. So, so what that is basically saying is that, you know, we own this asset, we have sold it, um, but we still, we still uh, want to use uh, some of these resources for our own purposes and our own plans, but we don't want that to be apparent. We want to present ourselves as though we are heart and soul uh, invested in this emerging uh, nation that the Lord is, is birthing and building, um, but we're actually not. So basically they wanted to have dual citizenship. It would have been different if, you know, one thing to say, okay, um, we're not going to sell our property or we are going to sell our property, but we're going to give half and you're, you're open about it, but they're holding back uh, some of themselves. It, it amounts to having dual citizenship. It, it amounts to being one leg in and one leg out. And the Lord didn't tolerate it. But how many of us today have one leg in and one leg out of the body? Have one leg in and one leg out of what Christ is building in his body? And we are uh, uh, very much um, focused on our, our, the way that we, that we see our lives uh, uh, manifesting as individuals, but don't necessarily have uh, any real vision uh, for the body or our place in the body or what the Lord is doing in the body and how we contribute to it. You know, this is different from, you know, I, I, I'm a church worker. You know, it's, it's this, this seed um, of individualism in the context of the, the church, manifests itself in a lot of individual ministries uh, that are working independently, uh, you know, in pursuit of what they believe that the Lord has revealed to them. But there isn't the ability to, to, to recognize how we fit together, all of us as believers, uh, and have that oneness, you know, in Christ. There's only one head. There's only one head, and that head is Christ. So there's only one, uh, uh, you know, commander in chief. Everything that the Lord is doing on the earth, in and through His body, um, you know, He He's the only one that sees all of it, and He's the only one that that knows how the various pieces interconnect. And and our call, our our, our responsibility as believers is to um, is to submit to Him and submit one to another, recognizing that as we come together that we will see more clearly and we will understand more clearly that which he's doing on the earth. And, and it is that coming together and it's that oneness of the body that actually is the royal priesthood and the holy nation. Those of us that, that are, are spiritual descendants of Abraham and not, not natural descendants, you know, the Lord is really asking us to give up a lot less, to become a part of the spiritual nation 
that is the church and come into all that he has designed for that spiritual nation. He's asking us to, uh, to recognize ourselves as part of a body, to live, to open our hearts to live a life of community, to, to recognize that our well-being and our, and our strength and our flourishing uh, is, is, is to be found in the context of a, an interconnected group of, 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 of uh, believers that, that believe the same thing that we do. And, you know, of course, on one level, it's our local church assembly. On another level, you know, it's, it's, it's the church in our nation. And on another, it's the church globally. That he is mandating us to find that mutual inter interdependency of heart among one another because our lives depend on it. And not only that, our ability to be sent out into the nations to be the right seed that grows and manifests the, 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 the integrity and the purity of his kingdom so that those nations of the earth that are lost can look to the ecclesia that have been sent from the nation, the, 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 the spiritual nation that is the church, and, and see the way to go, to, for them to be that light, uh, uh, for us to be that light uh, on, on a lampstand, to be that city on a hill, requires us to first accept a corporateness and a corporate identity, and to, to elevate that above our individual priorities and agendas. Now, of course, nobody's talking about the most basic of things. The truth is that it's an adjustment of heart. A question for us, how does the priority of the community, how does the, um, the uh, agenda and the, the, uh, the purposes of first your local assembly, the church as a whole, how much does it feature in our daily thoughts, our prayers, our inquiry? To what extent do we search the scriptures, asking the Lord to show us you know, what he's saying and what he desires and, and, and you know, how we can serve um, the body because we recognize that the body of Christ is a spiritual nation which ha is, is to be seeded into the nations of the, of, the, of the earth and to disciple them. You know, the Lord tells uh, his, um, his disciples towards the end of his time on earth that they should make disciples of every nation. And, and baptize them and teach them all of the things that, uh, you know, that he has taught them. So, you know, he cares about the nations. The nations are in disarray. They need patterns. And he has birthed a spiritual nation to provide a pattern. To what extent do we embrace that in our daily lives? How do we attend to um, the body?
in the local assembly that the Lord has, has placed us? Do we, do we work hard for the advancement of the purposes uh, that, that the Lord has assigned to, to that local assembly as we would um, in places maybe where we are paid? Do we, do we, do we, do we see uh, a level of interdependence? Um, do we, do we, do we, do we seek out the advancement of our own uh, 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 personal agendas? Not that those agendas are necessarily bad, but do we see our lives in the context of a community, or do we see it in the context of ourselves as individuals and our family members? Do we, do we see that there's strength as we are one entity, or do we seek strength in isolation? You know, if we take that to a macro level in our, in our, in our nation, we all know that the church has been under great persecution in parts of this country for some time. Does this disturb us? Do we stop at, if it does disturb us, do we stop at relief? Or do we seek to, 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 to provide relief where we can while going before the Lord and saying, you know, Lord, this is, we are the nation inside the nation. The church is a royal priesthood and a holy nation, and we are uh, uh, to carry the seed that is the answer to the wider nation that does not know you. We are the seed that is to be planted in the field, as referred to in Matthew 13. We are the sons of righteousness that are going to grow up uh, into mature wheat. We are the ones that are going to, to, to demonstrate the, the pattern for, of redemption for this nation, and yet, uh, we, are, we are facing uh, uh, this level of assault and this level of attack. How do we strengthen? How do we uh, 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 advance in the face of this? Do these things keep us up at night? Do they trouble our souls? Or does it stop at rent? school fees, car maintenance. Those things are not, they're necessary. But we, we, we spoke earlier. He says, seek ye first the kingdom. And the question is, we either believe that or we do not. Let's bow our heads. Our Father and our God, we just, we just come before you this morning. We ask for grace. We ask that you will just help us, O oh God, that you would awaken in us the desire uh, to, to seek out the, 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 the truth of your kingdom message and the reality, Lord, that you are, are, are birthing a, a nation and not a collection of individuals that you have promised lots of good things to. Your word tells us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things that we seek will be added unto us. 
So you're, you're calling us to desire first your kingdom, to desire first the, 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 the holy nation and the royal priesthood, to desire first that identity that we have collectively, to esteem being part of your nation more than we esteem whatever benefits we feel we can secure individually. To recognize that our strength comes from being connected. To recognize that we cannot, uh, uh, without a revelation of, 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 of our, our citizenship and our nationhood, we cannot live as the, apostle, uh, as the early church uh, lived in terms of sharing life. Often we've tried to share life without, without having a revelation of, 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 of why we are doing that and the potency that comes with that unity. Father, Father, work in our hearts and open our eyes again. Cause us to see that that, that, that which you, you died to give us is far more potent than that which we are striving to attain by ourselves. Father, move over every heart. For even as you prepare to send us out as the ecclesia at this time, as you desire to send us out into the nations of the earth, as you desire to send us out into the spheres and the mountains of influence, as you desire to send us out to, 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 to shine uh, the light and to, to demonstrate the values of your kingdom, O oh God, help us to see that we must first uh, uh, be discipled in those things we must esteem them, that we must carry the right seed, that we must seek once again to, 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 to be uh, uh, part of your body and, uh, in a way that we have not sought it before. Give us the grace to give up dual citizenship, O oh God. To give up having a, a, a life that is primarily independent in favour of a life that is interconnected. Give us a fresh revelation of the power and the potency of community, O oh God. So that the work can be hastened. So that you can send us out uh, in, into, the, into the marketplace, O oh God. And we carry the seed that brings life and redemption and light to, to those who so desperately seek it, O oh God. Father, we just thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you very much for joining us. Have a blessed week.